This is Jessica Dubelar here in uh, the Finna Hill Institute in uh, the North Rupununi in Guyana. And I'm sitting with Sydney Alicock, the chair of the North Rupununi District Development Board, or NRDDB. Thanks for joining us, Sydney. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm really happy that to be, I could meet you. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the North Rupununi. The North Rupununi is made up of 18 communities, of which it's just part of the, the whole of Rupununi, having five, just over 5,000 people within these areas. All the Tushaus, or the chiefs of these communities, are members of the NRDDB. We have decided to form this body legally in 1996 so as to give support to the individual villages and help the process of development because of what is happening within the country, within this region. So what are some of the, the changes that, that are underway right now for the North Rupununi? Well, within the last 20 years, we have been able to have a road coming through from Georgetown to up, passing through us onto Brazil. How many hours is it from here uh, to Georgetown? Uh, from here to Georgetown is close to 9, 10 hours. Okay. Yes. But the, the entire road would do like 12 hours to let them. The... It was thought to be a good thing and uh, we were very happy for it. I lobbied for it and the communities were happy but we found that we need to do we, we need to do much more to be proper represented. We need to do much more to use the road instead of the road using us. And to do that we've been able to uh, I, I should say happily found this group or groups, and one of the key groups would be the volunteers. They, they have special skills. So these are overseas volunteers that are mainly being placed with you from VSO International? Yes, from VSO International, mainly from, from overseas. And what is happening, what the key area here is about building the capacity for proper representation of this wonderful wetlands of the North Rupununi. It is special for us because it is not only because man lives here, but because of the, all the other living organisms and all these things, the whole life forms. And to allow this to continue, we need to manage it properly. And to manage it properly, we need the, the skills for the execution of management. And here is where VSO plays a great role because at the moment we have persons with the skills of natural resources management, uh, business, uh, IT, the, the, the communications, and that is what we need. So the communities could now move away from the, or improve on the old systems. 
some will have to change to adjust to what is happening, especially now that we have the climate change, we, we have like red and red plus, all these things are new things to us. What's red and red plus? Well, red is the re reduced emissions from de deforestation and degradation, and the LCDS is a low carbon development strategy that the government of Guyana has embarked upon to for better management of our forests and to see if we could access funding from developed countries who have been causing this emission. So all of these things are new to us in terms of what is happening out there, but not necessarily the change of weather. We've always seen that getting more and more intense as the years go by. However, uh, for us to survive, we need support. We need um, this human support because where these people come from, we understand that they have been passing through a number of developmental stages and instead of reinventing the wheel, we could access their support to make us stronger in our management here in the North Can you tell me a little bit about what one or two of the volunteers are currently involved with here? We have uh, one in the Natural Resources Management who is linked to uh, one of our key persons here who is good in mapping. So to, to meet out there and to, uh, he does a mapping of the communities. So for this to be a success, these two persons have to work for our benefit and for the benefit of the community. So the VSO volunteers partnered yes. with a local yes. counterpart, yes. working together, learning from each right. other. Exactly. Okay, great. We also have uh, agriculture, like the school children who are doing agriculture, the young adults. They are being, um, they are being trained by our local person. But we have the VSO who is advanced in that area work in Africa and other places and has a wide range of experience who is working with our local person and the students at the school theory and practice because we are working towards food security within the area mm -hmm. and uh, healthy eating habits so we're looking at the balanced diet and these things because of within the last 40 years we've seen uh, a high increase in different diseases in the indigenous peoples, things like diabetes, heart uh, problems, and uh, other s new sicknesses that was never there before. So it is crucial for our survival to have this sort of proper, or a proper direction of training. So it, it must not be too difficult simple so everybody in the community could understand so that they know they'd be part of the whole process of development. And so far how have the community members been receiving these programs? Um, we have been very happy. I think later today you might go to see one, one example. Um, this here is 
giving the people an opportunity to, to see how they could make something with, with almost nothing, what you perceive to be nothing. This is your surrounding, and because there is not a bright light or a, a big truck or something, you feel that you, you can't do anything. But here is where the VSs, from their experience, they could show you that, you know, this piece of wood could be done in this way, or to make your local food look more attracting, you could package it this way. And then you, your eyes are open. Oh my, is this the same product that is there lying all these years? Somebody's come to polish it. You have this sort of, um, we have this sort of, uh, these products there that needs to be polished. And that is what the VSO have been able to help us to do. It is quite new in the area, but we see that there is this potential for getting it right. When I say getting it right, in our way, because they understand us too, and they want to help us as much as possible to see how we could do it uh, in our way. Um, it's not necessarily bringing uh, a practice from outside. It is looking at the situation and tr trying to be creative enough to develop something unique. So that is that is what is exciting. And if we could do that, every community could have its own special uniqueness, or its own uniqueness. So that is what the VSOs have been doing. And of course, in the we, we are not very good in the literary part to do the writing. We we more in the practical part. The theory is what the VSOs are very good in, and complements what we do and gives us that encouragement to be more accepting or more confident in what we do. Because confidence is the biggest thing. We, we never used to have it. We always felt that we couldn't do. Somebody had to come and do it for us. Well, of course, that came down from way, way when the churches took over. So now it's sort of changing and because of the pressures of all sorts of development like oil drilling, lumbering, uh, trans traffic that we need to be, not to be baggages but be part and parcel of the decision making, the development and that sort of thing. And here is where this work with the VSOs could help us to get there. Okay, sounds great. Thanks so much for uh, t taking the time to, to talk about the work that's being done here, and best of luck. Thank you for finding us. <laughs>